she's gone to the toilet. But I guess it's just you and me now. And uh, I want to serenade you guys with... Hmm, we could do Alicia Keys. Um, baby, 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 from the day I saw you, I really, really want to catch your eye. There's something special about you. Ooh, I must really like you. There's not another guy's worth my time. Ooh, baby, baby, baby. Oh, hi. Welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week, I have finally got on Abigail. Woo, woo, woo. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've chatted. We have. We've chatted the podcast. But yeah, no. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. It's been a long time coming. Mm. I'm feeling great because I've just graduated. So now I'm the real adult. Oh my gosh. And we're both stressing about moving house. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I can't wait for that to be out of the way so I can be free again. Oh my God. It's going to be so nice. It's going to be so nice. You're going to come over and cook you some dinner? Oh, yes, please. What am I having? Um, I'm going to make you kotogo. I'll make everybody kotogo. Oh my God, tell me more. It's basically this Ugandan dish. It means a mix, but... I put in cassava and mm-hmm. I boil it, chop it up, and then there's kidney beans and tomatoes and love and rainbows and oh. joy and lots of seasoning and carrots and it's vegan, yes. it's delicious. And then I always have like avocado on the side. Oh my god, yes. And then plantain. Love and it. I just make a really nice display. Oh, I love this. Yeah. I'll make you a salad and hummus. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'll make you something. <laughs> Oh my god, how did we meet? I think it's quite a funny story. Uh, oh my gosh, so I, I'll, I'll tell my side. <laughs> I was working a long shift at you know the union and this lovely girl came up to me saying, hey, my friend Kit is looking for some people mm-hmm. to be extra, extras for this advert. And at the time I was like, I want to do anything to get me you know, into the limelight. Yeah. Anything, anything. Yeah. Um, so... Kit messaged me. I sent a beautiful photo of myself, and I was so chosen. Kit, Kit is also Caitlin, who's been on the podcast, and I talk about all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. So nice. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then turn up at eight in the morning. No, five in the morning on the train. Yep. And the wonderful cat was there, and it was love at first sight. It was, and we were amazing extras. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so. It was for the Chili's advert. International, we are. It got to the point where we did not give a shit. <laughs> We were just so, being like rude and yeah, it was funny. 8am on that bus. I had four there. hours sleep, you know. Did you? Yeah. I made sure I went Because to that was my you. first date with... Oh. Yeah. So we we were out and I was like, do I pull an all-nighter and go to the city? Because I just didn't have any expectations for the date. I thought I'd be done by like nine. Yeah. And then it got to like half eleven. What like, time did you I meet? to go. Seven. Uh, two hours half is seven. for a... Yeah, but I, well, I thought, so we'd been on the date three years ago. Oh, so you thought Yeah, so okay. I thought, and I was like, oh my God, it's that guy that I went on a date with. So I was just doing it for the story, for the podcast. <laughs> and now, for the content. And now it's like, 
been nearly a year, so yeah, oh. a lot. But yeah, and then, so I was running on four hours sleep because Caitlin was like, oh shit, no, we need to be there at like six or I can't remember, it was very early. Mm. And then I ended up going out dancing again that night. So I was, but we had such a laugh, mm. didn't we? And I, I was like, what do people who like football dress in? Oh my so God. So I came and everyone was like, you look like a football manager. <laughs> it was so good. I loved your outfit. I thought it was very kind of 80s. But Thank the, you. Football hooligan. Yeah, I was wearing like the leather and um, sheepskin like bomber yeah, jacket. Yeah, that one. And jeans. Jeans and, and the converse. Jeans and the converse. What did I even wear? Oh, I was wearing this like cow print yes. like, jacket. You can see it in the advert you if you just type it. in chilies. And then I was like, and then the main guy in the advert was like, Oh, I've done comedy nights with him. I was oh. like, Chris, he was like, oh, all right, Kat. What? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even realise. Yeah. And then I saw the advert and I was like, why did this day take so long? So long. There was you see my forehead. <laughs> it was like, did you, you got your forehead in shot? I got my forehead for like okay. 0.03 seconds. Mm. But still. I was like, even ad lib. They were like, guys, you need to talk, you need to talk. And me and, me and Kat were, not Kat, Kit. Where they're like saying like, oh, what do you want for lunch? What do you want for dinner? No, no, just making it up. And yeah, then yeah, really like, you don't even it. hear anything. You don't even hear like white noise. It's literally like, it's, yeah, a few it's, seconds. it's quite devastating. <laughs> it was 24 hours for a three second It's humbling. Slot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything for the limelight. Exactly, exactly. And um, what has been the highlight and low light of your day thus far? Of my day? Mm. Oh, okay. Highlight would be... Getting a lovely call from my mum saying that oh. even if I don't have a house, my auntie's willing to let me stay with her for a bit until I find home. That was lovely to wake up. We love a cushion. We love oh, a cushioning of the blow. That, yeah, that was great padding. Um, and then my low highlight, that's not, that's not the same, low light, <laughs> would be realising how expensive it is to live. Oh, yeah, that is lower than what I was going to say. I was going to say the bus cancelling. Oh, yeah. But that's lower. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. sorry (laughs) to be. Because you were like, oh, so how much is the rent here? Because you were thinking of maybe, like, taking over this place. Yeah. And then I was like, so the rent is this. Oh, cool, cool. Council tax is this. (laughs) Water and electric is this. Mm -hmm. Gas, da, 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 da. and your little eyes just kind of popped out of your head. But this is your yeah. first time living, like as an adult. So yeah, basically, I'm an, I'm new to the adult life. Um, and been a student all my life, really. So this is my first time experiencing what it's like yeah. to find a house as an adult. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. you were like, "This is how much the rent was," I was like, "Easy money." Yeah, yeah, Done. yeah. Because yeah. you just automatically think, "Oh, bills are included." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because I'm used to that. I'm used to being the government's baby. I'm yes. used to just being looked after by everybody, and yeah. then. Something to throw you in the deep end. Because mm. how old are you now? I'm 22. I mean, I should know better, but... No, I did know uh, better. I am much older <laughs> than you, and I have not got any of this shit figured out. I just go, what are we doing? Okay, cool. <laughs> just turn up. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, c'est la vie. Like, I'm absolutely fine with... Like you said to me today, what's meant to be will be, and I'm a true believer of that, so I'm fine. It was disappointing to hear... Yeah, it was. It really like made my heart drop. But but now you've got a realistic idea going forward, which is necessary. So, like I said, do the next right thing, hand it over. Like, don't be, don't stagnate. Just do what you need to do, and it will figure out. And even if it is a lesson, they need to be learned. Exactly. It's a win-win kind of. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Kind of. Yeah. Women ish. Exactly. Yeah. I'll get back to you in a month when I'm like, I couldn't find a house and now I'm homeless and I don't know what to do. Well, I can sleep in my living room. My Thank auntie's you. living room. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, auntie. <laughs> um, so I would like to know, we, I mean, we've spoken about dating and relationships a lot, but like, yeah. what is your, what do you look for in someone? Oh, I got a list and my auntie laughed at me <gasps> when I told her. Because she was like, God's going to give you every single thing on that list apart from one and it's going to be a test to see if you're willing to settle. Oh my God, what is it? So, at the time it was completely different. Now it's changed. Yeah. So, respect is number one. Yes. Um, what does respect look like to you? Respect looks like consideration. Mm-hmm. I think it's an umbrella term for all the other standards that I have. Okay. Consideration. Um, I think... As well, clear communication. Yeah. Um, I would say respect is like honouring me as a person mm. first, also as your partner. Mm. I also think respect in how you treat your family. Now, I understand there are different family dynamics, but mm. for example, within my family, we don't raise our voices at each other and we yeah. do, we apologise and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And it might be cool that within your family, mm. you guys do raise your voice like that, but I don't want you to feel like you're comfortable to do that with me because... With me, I don't tolerate that. That's, mm-hmm. like, a no-go for me. Um, so that's kind of what respect looks like. And respect for yourself. So having integrity. Mm-hmm. Have, being, like, really really honest with yourself. Like, if you say you're going to do something, you do it. Yeah, yeah, Kind yeah. of thing. Um, this is the more fun stuff. I love spontaneity. Okay. Like, and yeah. I love silliness. Like, we were talking <gasps> about that. You yes. have to be silly because I'm... I feel like I'm really funny. And it's so, thank you, thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> and I feel like if people aren't funny around me and I'm the one leading the jokes, like I, I want to laugh. I don't want to be the entertainer the whole way through. Or even if I'm entertaining, fucking laugh at me. I'm being hilarious. Yeah, let's yeah. be stupid together. Yeah. I remember, like, this was not a dated thing, but it's just like an example of someone not taking in the silliness. Like, I was putting in the Uber, like, my address. Mm. And then there was an option to go to the Californian version of that. And I was like, do you want to go to California? Yeah. And she was like, why would we do that? And I was like, are you no. serious? No, no, no. See, that's not even that funny. But the fact that you can even have the moment You just made it dour. <laughs> you just made yeah. the situation, like, you made me look, like... Just so annoying. Why would we go to... You just go... Yeah. yeah. It's like the thing I was saying, I'm throwing a yes and at you. I want yeah. you to build on what I've said. I want you to be funny back. And then it exactly. and then it becomes this in-joke that we have. And we say, like, want to go to Cali when yeah. we're at a bar? Or, like, if someone's <laughs> yeah. being annoying. Like, it's simple. I know. I feel like you and I get that. You yeah. Know? We connect on that level. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I need. I need silliness. Like, mm. I like extroverted people. Mm. But it's okay if you're introverted. But, like, you know, still be outgoing. Play with me. And, like, I, I don't mind if it's, like... It's like a private thing even. So like your silliness yeah. comes up when we're together. Yeah. Like I know that's the case with some relationships. And yeah, I think it's that ability to just like not have a wall up. Yeah. And not be kind of second get just like in the fucking moment. And like, yeah. I think it's that safety of, I can be silly with you. Mm. And I know you're still going to find me attractive. And I know you're still going to have deep conversations. Yeah. And I think some people maybe think, oh, if I submit to being silly in the moment or whatever, like, I don't know. I don't know why mm. some people can't do it. Some people are just fucking boring, though. That's Exactly. <laughs> and I, I, that's why I have that standard. I just know <laughs> that you and I are not compatible. Because yeah. I needed to be... Because I've noticed that there's some people that don't feel comfortable to be silly. So, like, I will start it and then mm. it will 
go mm. that's fine mm. with me as well but yeah like we said silliness is really important mm. I love adventures I want it to be that yeah you wake up in the morning and be like oh my gosh I found this Japanese um book stitching workshop I found that out yesterday Love that's that. what I was very specific <laughs> yeah <laughs> I didn't go but definitely check it out I'm really inspired shout out to them um but like, let's go do this and then like just wanting to try those different things yeah. wanting to explore constantly like I think you put this down in my head constantly working on themselves yeah. I didn't even think about that until like mm. you mentioned that as something that you felt like was really important mm. um and, and then, I want the receipts yeah oh my gosh yeah yeah like show me show me show me what you're doing to better yourself um i also think a very big one and it's almost like a deal breaker if you don't have it all these other things are deal break maybe not the silliness i feel like people can get into that but everything else is a deal breaker Mm. if you don't have it but this one's one of the biggest which is spiritual Mm. you don't have to be like strict christian muslim whatever I'd rather you weren't, actually. Open to it and not shitting on it. Yes. Not being like, oh, what's this foo-foo bullshit? It's like, yeah, that's my... That's my thing. That's what I believe. I think... Do you need someone to be spiritual? Do you need someone to respect your spirituality? Like, is it a part of your life where you feel you need to engage with that with your partner? Is that, is it that, or do you need someone to understand how important it is to you? If I want to take you seriously and have you in my life long time, you have to do it with me. If it's something okay. that I'm like, yeah, yeah. just a few months or whatever, then we can respect it or whatever. But yeah. this is something that I feel, I'm, I'm thinking like really far ahead future stuff now. Like if I had kids, I want to raise them in a certain way that I think they're going to live yeah, their life the best. Yeah, this is important shit to think about though. If it's if it is a bottom line for you, you have to bring it up early on. Yeah. Because otherwise it's the sort of thing that you'll just be like, oh, they've got all this other stuff, it's fine. It's like when people avoid talking about marriage and kids because they don't mm. want to rock the boat. And then they get 10 years into a relationship or five or three and they're having a lovely old time and then they're like, so, do you want to have kids? Nope, never want to have them. It's like, what the fuck have you been... Not saying it's a waste, but it's like you were both in a different place. Yeah, and that communication wasn't Mm. clear. And that's why I want to avoid that. Um, And I think that's why spirituality is really important to me because it's not a hobby to me. It's not like you're into no. football, I'm into music and we do that mm. separately. It's something mm. that I want to do together because I feel like it's really important. It's the way that I view life and mm. I would like someone to share that with me. But like I said, you don't have to be strictly from an organised religion because mm. I personally like view... Everyone is correct. Everyone's talking about this essence. The essence is the same. Yeah. It's literally the same time. <laughs> we understand each other. Yes. Um, so it's just like you understanding the concept of this essence and you have your way of understanding mm. it, I have my way, that's fine. If we both don't mm. go to the same, go have, what's it called, have the same mm. route to get into the same place. But how would you feel if your, say your partner wanted to, so say they did have organised religion, are you, would you, do you have an organised religion? No. I, I didn't think. I, I used to. to. Yes, that's, that was it, you used to. If they were, so say they were like strict Muslim, mm. would that be something you could do because then you're, kids would be raised that way oh, I haven't well I suppose you that. would have to probably convert if it was Islam but yeah I mean this is why I said not for them not to be strict I've, I'm fine okay, if you so come from not, an organised yeah, religion yeah, yeah. but you can't be strict with it okay yeah 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 I think that if you're making me having to look at view life in your way mm. specifically then I think that's kind of mm. I'm not feeling free I'm what's not, your spiritual practice then what do you do well it's, it's a wide range so like I pray a lot mm-hmm. um, to God. Um, 
I honor my ancestors. Mm-hmm. I think that's something as well. Like, it'd yeah. be really good for them to honor their ancestors. That's a, that's a branch of like the family respect thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So I'm very like family focused. Um, I have like my own cowrie shells that like I use when I mm. pray. Um, I'm very intentional in the things that I wear. Um, so I got waist beads on and like oh, have you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. That's cute. So do different colours signify different things? They do, they do. And I only recently found out about it, but um, now I've got loads of different colour waist beads and like when I want to like embody something different, I'll put it on. So like yeah. red is like being more like sexual or whatever, which yeah, is yeah, the yeah. typical thing. Yeah. Right now i got yellow ones, which is about wisdom. Mm. And I wore that since I was 19 years old and I've not taken it off. Because the wow. point is, you're supposed to... So it's not really, like... I don't know. The original reason for wearing them was to, like, measure your weight, measure your growth. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're pregnant as well, like, mm-hmm. to show that. Um, and you start from very, very young. And then if they break, it's just because you've gained weight or whatever. It doesn't right. matter. It's not yeah, enough, yeah, yeah. nothing crazy. Um, but, yeah, the, there's intention with the colours that they use to represent mm-hmm. the different traits. So I try and do things very intentionally. It's very mm-hmm. wishy-washy right now, like... I also... I don't think it is wishy-washy. I think it's you setting intentions and having a belief and turning to that. Yeah. And that's it. And I think it's, you know, for me, like, I I know recently I've been struggling because I have gone, oh, my God, your recovery has not been where it needs to be at because I am trying to control everything. Mm. And when I'm trying to control... I don't have any faith that things are going to be all right. I'm trying to do things mm. my way. I'm gripping onto the wheel and it's... And that's why when you when we were talking about house stuff, I said no, because I've suddenly gained the awareness that I'd lost, which is I just need to do the next right thing and I need to, yeah, put my best foot forward and everything will work out. Mm. Everything is going to be okay. And when I'm like that, I'm more chill and I'm not trying to control everything and I'm not anxious. I'm just like, do you know what? It's going to be good. And as I say, the action is still there, which is me doing the next right thing. Mm. But it's it's more fun for me to live. It's more fun for other people to be around. I'm not blocked, so I'm more aware of the world. And it's just, you know, for me, it, it, it's that. And I think that in the same thing as, like, manifesting has become this, like, ridiculous thing that people mention. Everyone's like, oh, my oh, God, manifesting. But manifesting for me is, like, a similar way to your waist beads, which is... Actually, what it is, is it's just creating an awareness Mm. and an intention within you so that you're then viewing the world through the lens of this is what I want. So therefore, you are going to be saying no to things that don't serve that purpose Mm -hmm. and saying yes to things that are. So to me, manifesting is very much you are putting in shitloads of action to Mm. get towards that because you've decided that's where I want to be. That's manifesting. Exactly. I don't know how much the kind of the foo-foo stuff around it that's mm. on TikTok. I think that, but let's think from a just a practical level. It's the same thing with like putting good energy out. It's just physics. Yeah. You're just viewing things in a different way. And if you're putting good stuff out, you're probably going to get it back. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that. It's the headspace you're in. Like something awful could happen. But if you're in a way of thinking right I'm going to learn the lesson from this it's going to feel better it's going life's going to be easier so I think it's really important for you to find someone that yeah understands that or is even open to thinking 
no, I've never really explored that. Tell me more. And they can maybe like go on the journey with you. And I think it's really cool that you are sticking to that because I think Mm. it's very cool to be atheist, to not, to believe purely in science. That's as if you were saying cool to me. No, 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 no. As in like, it's very cool in quote unquote to be, to think that way. Yeah. That's like, whereas actually I think it's much cooler to go against the grain and just fucking do you exactly. like be yourself which is i'm young i'm spiritual it's a non-negotiable for me that they're spiritual too mm. so and i used to be so embarrassed by it. not about like the spirituality now because i just happen to be around loads of spiritual people anyway mm. but before like, i don't think you just happen to be i think you've created that for yourself which is nice to be fair actually. it's good yeah. I, feel, I feel really good that i'm attracting the right people but like back when I was in school when I was a really strong Christian and I don't want to disregard that experience for myself yeah of course I was not wanting to tell people about it I was so embarrassed I'm not gonna mm. lie I do feel like Christians nowadays have a hard time because everyone's making fun of them mm. but yeah but time, sometimes they fucking deserve it some, some people do deserve it. I mean that, like, goodness me the Catholic Church really aren't helping the situation no you know yeah. Yeah, some people stop. Fuck! If you just stop bumming children, we have a much easier time. But do you know what I mean? Like you're you're really taken away from the fact that some people are just trying to live a nice life and do good in the world. And like you know, I love Catholic imagery, but fucking the Catholic Church is abhorrent. And I hate the fact that we have to say it's the Catholic Church. It just happens to be those bad people are a part of the the church, but um, they're the ones in the position of power. That's that's the truth. And anyway, we digress. We well, digress. do we digress, or we're just trying to shut down the awkward bit of the conversation. <laughs> Either way, you move on to the nice bit. Okay. <laughs> no, what I wanted to say is like how you're talking about manifestation. It's very, it's very much like what you said. Like you can think it and do nothing about it, and nothing comes of it. The same thing with my waist beads. Like technically, I could wear. There have been times I've been wearing it since I was 19 years old. Like where I wasn't very that spiritual. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm nothing's really coming of it. I'm wearing the yellow waist beads, the red ones, the green ones. Nothing's coming from it. Unless I'm like now saying today, I'm wearing this yellow one mm-hmm. and it represents wisdom and this is what I want to embody. And so naturally I will. But that's also going to like happen if I wasn't wearing the waist beads. If I've decided today that I'm going to be full of wisdom and I want to be more receptive and I want to speak in a way that mm. actually matters and has impact, then that is what it's going to be. But mm. I like to have that physical representation and that's yeah, exactly. my waist beads. Exactly. So it's not like, oh, I need to go buy the next waist beads or whatever. Because mm. I know someone who wanted to buy waist beads from Amazon and I was like, that's, I mean, that's <laughs> just like, no. No, 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 don't do that. No, no, no. These are like handmade and like thought about and whatever. Yeah, but for sure. Um, what was the one thing that your auntie said oh. might be like the, they might not have it? Oh, no, it wasn't like there is one thing that my auntie said that they won't have it's more of was it aesthetic was it like what they look like no it was like because i wasn't listing looks because at the time i knew that wasn't that wasn't impressive to my auntie yeah it's important let me add that as well to my like my list they have i have to be physically sexually and emotionally attracted to you yep chemistry and compatibility have to be equal mm-hmm. anyways no what well, my um, auntie had said like because i gave her a whole list of things and then she said to me watch where you're going to meet someone who ticks all those boxes mm. but there'll be one thing from that list that they do not have and you'll see if we can tolerate it and i almost every single relationship or situation mm. i had been in had been like that i was like auntie you'll see like watch and like i got with this guy 
and he had everything, you know, like 90s hip-hop and loved poetry and was emotional and feminine and da-da-da-da-da. And then he was just really bad at communicating. But I was mm-hmm. just willing to tolerate it mm-hmm. because I was like, I'm never going to find anyone like that. I've never... Because I'd never met anyone like that. I remember speaking yeah. to my brother saying, like, I've never met a guy like this, da 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 And he was like, oh, because there are so many. I was like, but I haven't seen them. Yeah. And then things ended. Then I met my now more current, more recent ex. Yeah, yeah. Who ticked all those boxes and more. So I, every time I meet someone and I have these standards in my mm. head and then things don't work out, I've just added more to the list or taken some off or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I keep like revising that list. So yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 So what is your, on that note, biggest turn off in a potential mate? Um, I'm going to be really shallow Please. because this is the first thing that my favourite. Okay. <laughs> Um, I have a huge issue with nail care. If you <gasps> oh, bite okay. your nails yeah. and it's like to the point that the skin is like overlapping the, the mm-hmm. nail bed, kind mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys can get that image in your head. <laughs> um, I think that's really, really disgusting. And like, I do not want you to <laughs> touch me. Like, I, I just, I can't when it's like that. And if you dance in a really bad way, like... Do a normal two-step. Two-step is fine. Like, <laughs> but if you dance in a way that I'm like embarrassed to see or go okay. out with you, then... Yeah, yeah. So don't be an anxiety-ridden person that bites <laughs> their nails and know how to fucking dance. Dance just a little bit, you know. It's Would you prefer someone who couldn't dance in the way that you wanted to to just two step or would you like them to just be like free and easy and like dancing badly but enthusiastically it's a two step yeah i'm sorry because i even went to i went to war chambers um the other day and it's fun like dance have fun or whatever but there's this one guy and i see him dance and it's really cool that he like i can i see him and i'm like we'd be good friends because i love how free you are yeah but if I was dating him, like, I'd be so... I'm so sorry to this guy. Sorry to this man. Um, <laughs> I'd be dating him and being so, like, cringed out. But to me, dancing is the litmus test of how I assume you're going to be in the bedroom. Really? Because your mood... Do you not think there's an element of it that's, I mean, like, if you're, like, whining... How is your... No, it's, like, how is your... How, ex- how expressive are you? How is your body moving? How do you interact with me? How do you... How aware of your body are you? How do you know what I mean? I understand because, like, when that. people dance well, you go, "Oh, they're really sexy." Yeah. When people dance badly, you think, "I wouldn't want to shag them." <laughs> yeah. So oh there's definitely God. something in it. You're so right because, yeah, when someone dances in a really good way and when they're dancing with me in a really good way, it's hot. It's really hot, and I feel that connection. You know. Yeah. But if you're dancing in a way that I'm like, "Oh my God, I can't." <laughs> Even if you are just wanting to be silly. We can be silly, like, in the bedroom, like, by ourselves or whatever. But, like, yeah. in front of people. I, I hate to be the person that cares so much. Cause no, no, no. But I've had much. this before. I've tried to date people without style. Can't do it. Yeah. Don't find you attractive. <laughs> Sorry about that. Like, people can call me shadow. I don't go It's it. just, yeah. Because there's people out there that I can connect with that meet those shallow standards. So... Look, other people are going to like things you don't like. It's okay to like what you like. Exactly. And it comes back to the connection thing. If you dance badly, I'm not going to have sexual chemistry with you. Therefore, this cannot continue. Exactly. I'm not ashamed. I'm proud. So sort your nails and your dancing out, Exactly. Um, What is your worst dating scenario? So if I were to suggest a date to you, and you were like, can 
no, I'm never going on that date with you ever. It's mm. disgusting. Don't mm. want to do it. My first thought is scuba diving. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I'm an adventurous person, so I'm always wanting to try, but, like, I'm terrified of mm. fish. <laughs> and like I actually am and I really hate myself for it that's the only thing I hate about myself have you myself. ever been on plenty of fish the dating app no I've never I think you're too young yeah I thought I was it is the worst there. one <laughs> is it yeah is it yeah well good to know it um, will not help your fish phobia if you go on there oh okay mm-hmm. why thank you mm-hmm. um I'll avoid that but yeah I have a really bad phobia of fish like I remember I went kayaking with some people Mm-hmm. And a fish, some underneath my kayak, and I cried so like as oh. as if someone's hit me. I'm wailing, <laughs> and then like the instructor had to kayak like row towards me, connect me to like like a rope onto his kayak, and then just drag me the rest of the way because I was like paralyzed with fear. How bad is it? Like okay, if you walk past a fish and chip shop, how would you? Go? Oh no no, no that's fine. <laughs> I know it sounds like a phobia. It's not. It's not like I do not need to go. Can you go in the sea? I can, <laughs> if I really, really like you know manifesting. Like really think hard that there's nothing that's gonna endanger me. There's no fish or whatever. Okay, I've got a scenario for you. Okay, you have met someone mm. who has everything on your list and more that you didn't even know you needed or you wanted. Mm. This person is just like they're a human. They're flawed, they're multifaceted, but they are communicative and fun and sexy and wonderful. And you've been together for a while and it's just conflicts arising, but you're solving it and you're learning more about each other as it goes through. And you're like, we could be something. Mm. And they say, Abigail, I really, before we progress, need us to go and get that pedicure where the fish eat away at your feet <laughs> that was gonna be my second <laughs> second last what would you say <laughs> i would like, i love you so much but if you love me <laughs> and if you knew but if it was literally i'm not saying i mean if anyone was actually proposing if this didn't happen they'd split with you you know they're the wrong one but say in some <laughs> world where that's how relationships were would you be able to try or would you just be like i'm out i'm sorry you're great but i'm just gonna go for someone else i think i'd turn up to the to the place that they do it whether I put my feet I don't know I think mm. I would try thing is I'm someone that would try anything that's why when you said worst it's not it was kind of hard for me to be like never yeah. would try it I will obviously like try my best but I think that I could can you eat fish? if it doesn't really look like a fish yeah like a fish finger yeah you can go for a fish finger I could go for a fish finger fish but finger. you couldn't go for a like I don't know a, a fish that still had bits of fish on it like look I don't a fish that still had bits of fish on it <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean... Like a little fin. I I would be very uncomfortable, but I can still do it. It's more so like if... It's living fish that I'm more afraid yeah. of. Which is really... It's really weird because I love mermaids. Mermaids are my favourite <laughs> mythical creatures. I'm glad you said mythical because I was like, I, I hate to break this to you. <laughs> yeah, they're my favourite mythical But you fear a real thing, but you like... And not real thing. Yeah, I like that. They're, they're so interesting. I don't know how it's, it's a weird thing, but yeah, no, I'm I'm working on that one. And like, actually, no, I would I would respect the person that's gonna try and push me to go and scuba dive and stuff. But whether it happens or not, I don't know. I really feel like that's like the worst date scenario. For You've me. got your whole life ahead of you to get over your fear of fish. 
I do. And, and if will. it never happens, that's a charm in you. Thank you. And they will accept It's that. what makes me quirky. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm different. Right. <laughs> and what about your best dating scenario? Obviously, nothing involving fear. Yeah. Um, I would say it'd be a year-long travel around mm-hmm. the world experience. Wow. <laughs> yeah. If you want to marry me... <laughs> That's how you Would get you propose me. this on a first date or? <laughs> I was, you know, a third date. Let me not be okay. too keen. Not yeah, too let's keen. not go too, too keen. <laughs> no, no. But like, okay, on a serious level, um, if it was just in one day, um, I think I would love loads of mini surprises throughout the day. It doesn't happen. I don't, I don't know how to explain. Like, Would you be the one making the surprises or receiving the surprises? Receiving. I'm imagining it as if someone's asking me on a date and want to take me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So I think it would be nice to have a bit of nature, a bit of creativity. A bit like of a little music. treasure hunt? Maybe not a treasure hunt. More so like we'll have different activities throughout the day. Yes. So like let's say um, they're like, let's go have a picnic. And then they'll be like, oh, I'll organise for us to go on this boat around mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. place. And then, like, now we're going to do some, I don't know, what's it called, that zipline stuff. Yeah. I, like, I love activities. Yeah. I love activities. And then, like, in the evening, they're like, oh, I've booked us a really cool time in the planetarium. Just us two. And we just get to, like, watch the stars or whatever. I don't I know. I told you that I went surfing. You went surfing? I know this has been everyone's reaction. Oh, so yeah. I did mention it on the Instagram. So I fucking hate activities. Oh. Hate them. It's fear-based. Okay. That's what's going on. I don't want to look stupid. I don't like being bad at things. Oh, yeah. I'm scared. I have a lot of stuff that I'm discovering is like sensory overload. Um. And I just feel terrified. It's pure terror. Mm. Right. But my partner loves the activities mm-hmm. so I'm giving them a go so I've been cycling oh. wild swimming which I've spoken oh about my in the podcast is literally just swimming oh. outside oh. it's just swimming outside Why I was like oh, I've done that loads so I'm not in a swimming pool yeah that's the only difference that's the only difference I was like I've done this because I was like oh wild swimming okay I'll give it a go I was like oh I've done this loads as a child <laughs> people are now calling it wild camping anyway so okay <laughs> I was yeah, so I was like, f- basically, we went away for the weekend, and I was first of all, I bought sensible footwear, which was some Birkenstocks, which tore my feet to shreds, and oh they are God. still recovering. Look at this mess oh from God. my Birkenstocks. How grim is that? So they were an absolute. I, I was having to go barefoot everywhere. It was horrific. They were like infected. I kept having to go in the sea. It was grim, right? Oh and anyway so on the way there I've like accidentally eaten some wheat the night before so I wake up feeling yeah I wake up feeling hungover and I look about 12 months pregnant and then I'm like up at four in the morning shitting we have to pull over on the side like not the side of the road we have to pull over at the surfaces I have to go in the toilet I'm like oh very sorry poo and then (laughs) we're going there and because we're not 15 minutes early, I am in my head, I'm like, we're late, we're late. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, my boyfriend can already surf. So he's like dropping me off. I have to find the surf school. I can't find it. I eventually find it. I'm there at five two, which to me is like super duper late. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They hand me a wetsuit. They're like, that's inside out. Just put it on. 
I'm not just putting it on, it's a wetsuit. I don't understand. I've mm. been told that there's a specific way to get into a wetsuit. I don't know what I'm doing. Da, 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 da. And then, like, beeline for these two girls who were, like, in their early 20s. I'm like, can I come hang out with you, please? <laughs> and then um, went in the seat and fucking loved it. Really? Absolutely loved I'm it. I'm glad. I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. Got a one-on-one with this, like, basically, I overheard them saying that there was, there was more people than they expected on this thing. Mm. Um... I mean, I told my boyfriend that I was teacher's pet, but the guy fancied me, which is why he was <laughs> oh, telling me oh, this was stuff it? to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Um, and yeah, but I like, I stood up a couple times and I got, there was one point where I did like ride away for like two seconds and it was amazing. And like, I definitely want to do it again. So I'm really like coming to terms with where this, like shit talking of activities is and it's because I'm scared yeah. but I need to be pushed but I was saying like the way that I work is you give me an idea mm. let me go away do not mention that to me once more because I will feel pressured I will mm. come to you when I'm ready and then you fucking push me you, you then it's like launch time don't think about this get on the bike get on the surfboard get in the water mm. that's how I work so I'd said that because there was a point where uh, him and my housemate were trying to get me to go climbing and then with the best intentions they were both like oh okay so what you have to do is this is this and we can go here and we can go then and, and I was just like That's I'm not fucking going now mm. I told you I'll tell you when I'm ready I'm not doing any like it's not good that this is how I am but I'm also aware okay so I know but it's good that you go for it Anyway. And I'm loving it. Like, yeah. there's things that I'm not enjoying, there's things that I am enjoying. And you also, you, just, you make it. a freaking effort. But it's nice that I'm also enjoying it. But, yeah. um, but my favourite thing to do is still sit and talk or dance. Really? Yeah. I mean, that is really nice, to be fair. Yeah. And then I feel like, don't you do that anyway, all the time? Yeah, but like, when you're like talking and laughing and yeah. dancing with the person, that you fancy so much and mm. love their brain and want to be around and want to get to know and you want them to be interested in you and it's just like, oh, it's the juicy stuff. Yeah, like, to so me, it's true. all foreplay. It's all emotional foreplay. Mm. It's like... Emotional foreplay. Yeah, it's that. And I'm like, yeah, it's the stuff that sets my soul on fire. So it's like, yeah, I'll like, we'll go, we'll do the activities, but I need a balance of, yes, we're focusing on activities, but... It's the dinners in between yeah. and it's the chatting about what we've done and it's You know, you're so that. right. I think it's nice to have an activity, but I want to have that communication afterwards. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, going to the cinema and watching a really nice film, but not you don't get to talk to the person. That's the same with the activities thing, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. like we've spoken about it many times in this podcast, why the fuck would you go to a cinema on a first date? I'm... Um, such a silence together. Unless it's like an afternoon show and then you're going for drinks afterwards. Fine. Yeah. But I just think it's a weird vibe to be like, Hello, should we go into a darkened room together and say nothing for two hours and mm. then get to know each other? I'm like, what is that about? It doesn't make sense at all. No. 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 I'm glad we got that cleared out. Same. Yeah. I'd go on an activity with you. Oh, would you? Yeah, I feel like I'm learning that we're more and more compatible. I think we're so compatible. I mean, I'm just excited for the questions at the end. <laughs> so, what is the worst date you've ever been on? Oh, sorry to this man. Um, <laughs> I was... 19 and he was just a tinder guy the only guy from tinder that i like went on a date with that i didn't actually know before so i don't really count the other ones but whatever what do you mean you knew everyone else on tinder yeah what everyone else like 
Yeah, everyone that I met, like I actually made effort to go see. I had met in person before and it was just like us being shy to actually ask each other out. So we just like match and then... Um, but anyways, this person I didn't know. And I now... The way that I'm intentional, I'm an intentional babe. Um, I no longer date for the sake of dating. I no longer do it just because I can. Because I, I I get so bored. I get so bored and I get so disappointed. I'm never mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised. Um, so I... I had finished work. I had done like a eight hour shift. And then this guy was like, oh, let's go Spoons. So I went to Spoons. I already knew that I wasn't attracted to him. Because he suggested going to Spoons. No, 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 no. no. But uh, <laughs> that should also... Uh, that that's a red, <laughs> a red flag. <laughs> You're on your best form and this is the best you can do. And it's fucking weather Spoons. Oh, no. We're not compatible, my friend. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. I hope he's good. Um, <laughs> he's probably sat at weather Spoons at 11 in the morning, mate. <laughs> No, he was definitely not, because when I turned up, he was like, oh, I just woke up. I'm sorry, I've just come back from an eight-hour shift, and you just woke what? up. What? What time is this? This was you probably, like, like, nine o'clock. No, 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 it was, like, 3 p.m., but, like, oh, I geez. started work at, like, seven, whatever. Um, is that good math? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, I, I see him, and I already knew I wasn't attracted to him because... Like, in all of his Tinder profile pictures, like, you couldn't really see his face because he always had a hat. But I was like, he's got long hair. It looks like he's got a nice jawline, whatever. And I was like, I don't really care about this person. I'm just going for the sake of going. Big mistake. Um, mm. We're probably going to cut that out that I didn't like him because of the way he looked. Things, things, things. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> um, no, like, if you don't find someone fit, you don't find them fit. I know, but, but I there think- are things if someone only has glasses like sunglasses on if they always have a hat that's pulled down or they only have one picture you don't go on a date with I know them. that's why I don't want people to know that that's what I did that's, <laughs> oh, that shows like a it desperation was a it was a while can okay. we we can cut it from you know <laughs> start again but I'm just like I went like out with this guy that I've never met before on Tinder <laughs> now yeah. this is where we come in because I'm like that is pure desperation like, not desperation but like boredom we have all been there people need to know that people don't need to know that about me <laughs> no one needs to know that I'm better of 19 and silly and bored and whatever anyways I turn up and I see him he's got his hat pulled down like you said his outfit wasn't banging and the reason why I, I was, like, rating him a lot less for that was because it was all, like, highly branded stuff. Burberry, Palace, Versace, all of this mm. stuff. And not well put together. What's the point in having all these designer stuff if you're not going to dress well? Like, I'd rather you went to Primark. Okay, no, don't do fast fashion. But I'd rather you went to a charity shop and got lots of random stuff that are unbranded yeah. and that you put together in a cool way. I think yeah. that I respect that a lot more, but I think he was such a hype beast that cared so much about brands. That's a turn for me, actually, a big turn off. Yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. Well, I don't care about your financial status. status. It does not interest me. No. Your passion interests me. Your style, which says so much about you, interests me. Exactly. But it's the, it's the sheeple. It's, <laughs> it's the, the sheeple. It's the people that are just like, that says Gucci on it. That means it's good. I'm have it. oh, that yeah. says Burberry. It means it's good. It's so embarrassing to me. I find it so And also, when it's like 
all at once. It's very busy. Yeah, it's it's really busy, and I just and the outfit just wasn't it wasn't that nice. Mm. And it was a hot summer's day, and he's there in his Burberry cap with his palace jumper hoodie, even with the hood up. We go inside. I don't trust people who don't dress for the temperature. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes mistake. As well, soon as I said it, I was like, I never dress a person. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't like it to the people. You don't dress yourself. But you know when it's like, I really don't. But you know when it, it's like you're, you're outside and it's a hot day and yeah. people are in trucky. You're like, are you? And then, please. I think my thing is like, are you withdrawing off something? <laughs> I, that's my go-to is I'm like, are you on withdrawal from heroin? Because that's the only reason that you'd be wearing something so hot in this weather. Uh, what is the I don't I don't understand it's literally my little brother he's there tracking you head to toe doesn't matter what but also I think it's jealousy that they're not sweating their tits off Mm. because I have I'm really bad at layering it's something I'm starting to learn in my coming up to mid 30s okay Um, because I will just go out in a jumper with like not even a bra on and then I'm like oh it's I don't have anything to to take off and also like if I I said this to my housemate and she was like oh cool you're so cool because you can't plan outfits you're so kooky I was like no it's not about that like I can't say oh I'm going out on Saturday I'm going to wear this because I will have changed my mind by then like I will decide in the morning I'm like no this is what I'm wearing even if it does not match with the occasion Mm. and what I mean by occasion is I've started like going on walks and shit and I don't have any appropriate attire this is all about me. It always is. <laughs> it's, no, it's absolutely fun. This is supposed to be a date I'm with mates. Like, being like, I'm just like, I, I'm, I am wearing this thing. But I've been like it since nursery. Like I went to my first nursery and mum was like, you wore your best dress, your red lipstick, all your jewellery. <laughs> you had lipstick you, and he's a four. Yeah. Oh, I insisted. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And like my red lipstick and my, and my hairband. And mum was like, oh god, here we go. And they were like, don't you look lovely, Katrina? Oh, so oh. I've always just, you know, <laughs> explored fashion. But I will just be like, oh, I'm wearing this today. And I can't yeah. plan. And I don't really take into consideration. But also, I'm not wearing a fucking jumper. I'm wearing a, mm. I'm wearing a tea dress that I've forgotten to bring a cardigan with. I don't wear cardigans anymore. Oh, I do not wear cardigans. No, I but I want to get into it. I've had my cardigan phase. Have you? Yeah, um, it was quite a big thing of like, kind of like fisherman's cardigans or like oversized cardigans with like little dresses and like flats. That was yeah. like the look Ooh. back in the day with your friend. You really swept over. Oh, 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 Ooh. okay. Mm-hmm. Was that like 2015? Uh, earlier than that. Oh. Yeah, I'd say like 20, mm, probably like 2004, 2005, oh. 2003, that kind of era. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I was three. So, what is... <laughs> so funny. Why did you look so... I was like... Because like, we knew that I was older, obviously. And yeah. then, what, what, did you, how, what did you say? You were like, yeah, because you were like, what, 27? I was like, better than 34 this year. Yeah, I and was like, really sorry. What? And then I was like, God, now I if I can... Got you here in divorce pretenses. Like, why are in the room? Like, am I grooming you? No, oh my God, son. <laughs> grooming bloody hell no I was just very impressed because I thought like I would not be able to con- impress myself by the way not yeah I was impressed that I oh I thought you were going to be like drop the skincare routine <laughs> not impressed with yourself but carry sorry, on sorry sorry I was impressed with myself that I could connect with 30 year olds because I immature 30 year olds I mean but still it's just still 30 I think it's not immaturity I think it's fun mm. because 
I don't ever want to get to a point where I feel like I can't connect with people who are younger than me. No, I want more older friends though as well. I want more women in their like 50s, 60s, 70s. I want, to, I want to connect with all the kind of... Yeah, so for me it's, yes I am a fun person. Mm. Sure, it's made very clear when anyone that listens to the podcast. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's also a level of immaturity in that I was just a drug addict for a very long time so I didn't grow up. Like my mm. growth is stunted. So it's good and bad things. I'm learning very basic things of like how to look after myself at the moment. Mm. And like one of the reasons the podcast has been such a break since the last one is I have been sorting out my health, like my mental and physical health and like learning, oh shit, like how to look after yourself. And it might seem wild, but it's like, that was not even a thought for me. Mm. And it's only been five and a half years that I've been like learning to do things so it's good and bad mm. but it's like there are things that I'm very stunted and behind on in some ways and it's going to take a little while to get there so yeah mm. but I'm glad we're connected me today. too oh, me too but well, does that mean that I'm I'm mature I'm immature if we're connecting and you see yourself as immature I mean what is even maturity what what is that that because is because to me it's like question. you're getting maturity saying someone is mature is validating them for acting older than their age what's wrong with acting your age mm. often it's I was very mature all my life it's trauma response guys mm. it's a fucking trauma response to reacting to your surroundings mm. and presenting and possibly masking so like why are we giving people all this validation for being more grown up than they should be at that stage. Mm. This is something I'm realising as I'm talking to you. Like, it's odd. I think it sometimes it's like that, but there are times where I think, let's say, when you think about an 18 year old boy who's like, fucked a girl over. Bleep, I don't swear. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's I love how much you think I'm going to edit this podcast because it's not happening. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's messed around with a girl and... It's just because at 18, boys are immature. Boys are 13. Boys are five years behind. <laughs> they really are. They're it's a rule. They're five years behind. They literally are. So then in that case, if I meet a guy who's 18 years old, who's not in terms of dating them, but like mm. who I've noticed that them, I'm not going to date 18 year olds. She's I know. not grooming. I'm not. I did not, I did not do that. Um, and they're like mature, a lot more mature than people in their age group. Yeah. I think that validation... It's like warranted. But then what are our expectations then? But I'm sorry, like if I'm 18 and I meet someone else that's 18 and then like I know how to treat someone a lot better. But then maturity is more like, oh, you're just where you should be right now. You're not immature. Oh, so like maturity would be the absence of immaturity. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you're where you should be. Yeah, but then again, like, the expectation and standard, like, how do we know that's... That the thing that's is, right? what I'm saying is, are our standards that low, or what is going on? I'm just, like, as I'm talking to you, I'm like, this is interesting. That is... I think my standards are the ones that I've set for myself. Yeah. And then maybe, like, when I'm... when I Because it's an emotional maturity, yeah. which I think is just... I don't know. It's, like, an awareness and... Self-awareness is a big one. Oh, my God, self-awareness is... Yeah, it's because huge. yeah, you can't be just floating around as no, a vessel. No. Oh my god! So sorry, the guy with the awful clothing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, are we gonna go the back? Hanger like, with the bad clothes. <laughs> no, he's a, I'm sure he's a lovely guy. But anyways, we're in spoons now. We get our drinks, 
And I noticed, like, I can tell within the first 10 minutes whether I want to give this person a lot of time or just going to give them a polite hour of my time. And he was going to get a polite hour. (laughs) Um, So he got my drink, which was nice. We sat outside. And he was just bragging about... Gosh, I'm going to sound like I date the the most aggressive people. But bragging about how he's a drug dealer. But he Mm. was, like, the, the most, like, not economically efficient drug dealer I had it was just really he was bragging about it and he was like yeah bad people owe me money like um, and he was like yeah 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 like I do IOUs I do IOUs and I was like how are you as a drug dealer doing IOUs how are Stop you giving people things on tick yeah. you know, there's no self-awareness you're not working on your craft <laughs> you're not like come on this is a failing business <laughs> <laughs> like do we need to talk about startups exactly <laughs> how are you going to support me and the kids yeah um, <laughs> and I was just like I've never heard of a drug dealer doing IOUs first of all and then I mean they do but it's to entice you then you pay and then you're in but like, then people shouldn't you be like keep doing it and he's like yeah I need to stop doing it like, I don't know it was just it was weird and like the drugs that he's given is weed it's oh, not weird. even a like, so not even a, like a show off one. That's not no. worthy to talk about. I mean, yeah, like if was... you've not got coke and rocks exactly. in your back trunk, then if you, you haven't got crack you... and all of that, come on, come on, it's beneath bro. me. Get it together. <laughs> I only, you know, public Escobar type of number. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he was bragging about that, which I thought was quite unattractive because it's not like a job that I would desire in a partner. Mm. Um, and then. His table manners. <laughs> so I'm a lady. No, I'm joking. Um, I am, but um, you are. I am, but I I don't really care about stuff that much. But burping on the table on the first date and then blowing it in your face, which intentionally or like it no, it wasn't intentionally. But then again, lack of self awareness, inconsiderate. <sighs> I wasn't a big fan of that. Um, and then I like I just knew I wanted to go, so I was like, oh, thank you so much, and. Um, I'm, I'm going to go and like buy my mum some stuff for her birthday. Because her birthday was coming up. I wasn't planning on buying her anything that day, but I thought that's... Let's just excuse. get it done while we're here. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he was like, oh, what does your mum like? And I was like, oh, just, you know, jewellery stuff. He's like, I know a really good place. <laughs> I was like, okay. So now we're walking together. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and then I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to get it another day. Mm. I think I'm going to go get my nose ring changed. He's like, oh, I know, a really good place. <laughs> so we go to this place, and then he's this place also sells like bongs and like scales. Of course it does. It does. He's a drug dealer, right? Yeah. Um, makes sense. So I'm there speaking to the guy, pretending that I actually want to change my nose ring. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, I want to do this. Da, da, da. And he's like there by the the glass case, saying like, oh my god, Abigail, do you see this? And I'm like, boy, it's like. These scales are like the best scales there. Da, 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 da. Oh God, you this. can't afford to buy them, hun. <laughs> you can't because people owe you money. Because <laughs> they're doing IOUs to every single person you meet. And he's like, oh, but this spoon, this like for like cat and stuff, it's so. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, oh my God, I had a group of friends that went through a phase of all having spoons around their neck. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I have a friend that does that, but I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, it's Tuck it away. if you're if you're having to make your jewelry about drug taking, <laughs> you maybe think it's time to assess how much you're <laughs> yeah. using. 
Yeah. Do you think it was maybe time yeah. for me to assess the fact that everybody I knew had one? Oh, that's denial. That's denial. You are the company you keep. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, and I knew I didn't want to keep this one. So. God, the date was all about spoons, wasn't it? Yeah. Weather spoons. Oh my god. Ketty spoons. Ketty spoons. What other kind of spoons are there? I don't know. I'm sure he wanted to have a spoon after. But... Hey, there we go. <laughs> I did the triple. Exactly. But then I was like, I'm going to go. And you managed to call it. I did. I, I realised I had ran. to be direct. I just, yeah. I was like, I'm going to get the train now. You should have been like, have you got any weed? Give me another <laughs> tick. And then he would never have seen you again. And then, yeah, he messaged me asking if he wanted to see me again. And I really thought, like, I thought I'm... I really... don't get this. Yeah. When you have a date with someone that's gone very badly, if it does happen... And then they think it went okay. I don't understand how that works. How do you not... That's the lack of self-awareness once more. Yeah, but there was so much lack of self-awareness in the whole thing. Like, why would you... I told you I need to go to get some stuff for my mum. I said, I need to go. But you were like, I'm going to come with you. I'm not inviting you to buy things with me for my mother out the back of a truck. (laughs) You don't know my mum. Oh, you know a guy, do you? Okay, all right then. The jewellery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So yeah, that was uh, yeah, that's absolutely the worst day. What's the best day you've ever had? Oh, oh. okay, it's it's hard to decide because it's one in terms of like practical of what the actual date was is nice, but then there was another date that I went on where it was like so emotionally nice. Hmm. Okay, I'll just talk about my most one of my most recent ones. Um, we just went for a picnic and mm. we were on a hammock and had some wine and we just got to know each other. That was really nice in terms of practical. Um, then like a date. But that's there. practical, but it's also about the chat and the connection. Again. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't feel very like connected to them, but I bonded with them. Like I felt like it was. Oh, what's the difference? I, in terms of like connection, in terms of I want to get to know you in that way. I think it's different to when I've bonded with you. Like I get on with you, and I can I can see myself being your friend and all that stuff. Oh, but I so you think feel... bonding is like? Explain it again. <laughs> okay, so bond. Like I'm saying, when I say I bonded with them, um, I get on with them, and I want to get to know them. You found commonality. Commonality. I know that we're gonna have a good vibe. Like, like we kind of have a friendship kind of established. But like mm. a connection for me is like it's even unspoken like yeah I'm bonding with you but like I feel like I want to get to know you in romantically. A, romantically so this person that you bonded with yeah did you then go on to have a connected date no we still we so still your pals it was like a pal date it was supposed to be a romantic one but I didn't feel that connected are you spark. still in touch with them yeah we're friends oh, now so it's okay. good okay. it's good yeah. um but the one that was more emotional was um with my ex at Belgrave, there's like a listening party. Oh my god, we spoke about this. Yes, yes. it was yeah, so yeah. nice. So it's like a listening group, and they were playing two albums. It was FK Twigs mm-hmm. and Sophie, mm-hmm. and RIP, RIP to Sophie. You were great. Um, so went to the listening party, and it's, it's so nice because it's just like the whole concert hall, but they've got like sofas and bean bags, and there's blind literally my heaven. It's since my two like... obsessions falling in love and connecting, that's yeah, <laughs> and music. If you want to get me at my most engaged mm-hmm. and excited and 
essence filled. Yeah. Talk about music with me. Yeah. I fucking love I it. Love it's it. my music is my love language. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm giving you this song because I know exactly which one to go to in my Rolodex. And I, these words are completely <laughs> for this situation. So you better read in between every line because mm-hmm. each note means something. And I have got this and the, the feel of it. And I want you to feel. Or I'm telling you, oh, like so, like playlists. Send me yeah. playlists. I have made this for you. Mm-hmm. Give me something specific. I will make the playlist. Yeah. I have different ways that I want to feel. I will amend my emotional state. I'll either indulge in it or change it through music. Yeah. Day before yesterday, I had a cry dance. They are my favourite. Oh, so I completely do not mask. I just close mm-hmm. my eyes and I dance. And it's all, like, at the moment on rotation, and it has been for a while, it's Toots and the Maytals' Time Tough, or it's Aretha Franklin's version of Spanish Harlem. Ooh. And I just close my eyes and I dance and I cry, but I'm happy. And it is the most free and liberated and connected and aware of myself and the world that I ever feel and it's fucking amazing mm. and dancing is so much fun it's so good oh my god I love going dancing and Literally. I'm good at it so then people are like wow look at you and I'm like I know I'm yeah, amazing exactly and like Anyway, oh my god! See, don't actually get me talking about music because I just get <laughs> just got this so into it. Anyway, you went to a listening party. Sorry, you, not I. No, I'm just obs- as obsessed. My dissertation was also about just music and all that. All that. We'll talk about it another time because it's not about an academic. Sure. Okay, well, there's a music question coming up in a bit, so you're fine. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so we so it's such a nice venue and they got incense burning and whatever. And we sat there with our blindfolds, no communication, but just connection. Um, Were you touching? Yeah. yeah. Just like cuddling, whatever, listening to this incredible, like two, one of the best albums. And then after that, my ex was like, these two albums were one of the most important, both were the most important albums mm. during her like life, mm. basically, so mm. far. Mm. And I didn't know that. It was just wow. very... Did you invite them or did they? I invited them. <gasps> oh, well, that's yeah. enough to make you think that it's meant to be. I, I, mean, I would be like, yeah. if I invited you to something and these are your two favourite albums, I will go through anything <laughs> in this relationship to make it work because this is destiny. I'm telling you, this relationship, this relationship that I had felt very, very universe you divine. were into it. It was it was very beautiful. That's why even the breakup was beautiful. Yeah, like yeah, I feel like it was one of those seasonal things, mm-hmm. and so I've accepted it. Yeah, but I'm so grateful for that relationship because it's just yeah, like yeah. my standards like so much higher. What are your right what? Okay, what are your top four albums in life? And I I go for top four because I think top three is too tricky. What's top four? Oh my god! Have you never thought about this? No. Oh my god! Because I like new music every time. But let me try and think. Of a song that I... Okay, I'll tell you mine. Okay. Yeah, you do that whilst I think. Paul Simon, Graceland. Mm. Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. Mm. Lauren Hill, Miss Education of Lauren Hill. Yes. Okay, so Youth and Young Manhood, Kings of Leon. But any of the first three Kings of Leon albums, because they are all fucking masterpieces, we don't talk about after that. Okay. Yeah. I'm not listening to... All of the, these albums... <laughs> means, they mean so much to, wow. to, to me. They mean so much to me. Oh, and I never get bored of them. 
Because the thing is, the way that my favourite colour changes is the same thing with music. Like, it's... Okay, what's your favourite song at the moment? Ah! Do you get a song that's on rotation? I yes. get obsessed with a song and I will fucking do it, do it, do it. Do it. And then suddenly yeah. I'm like, oh, I haven't listened to that song for three days. Because it yeah. doesn't hit the same. I, that's why I'm trying to be really careful. Because right now, okay, I'm really enjoying Beyonce's album. I'm not. What? I know. I do you just want to be different? Is that what no, it is? No, quite the opposite. I was like, what am I not getting? And I went, no, 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 don't force it. You don't like it. It's okay. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm sorry. That's okay? really, really disappointing. Mm, um, I'm loving it. That's good, I'm glad. I'm just going to keep going back to Lemonade. Oh, that one's great. It's the best, it's one of the best albums of all time. It's yeah. incredible. It's, it's really, really good. Actually, you know what? Let me say, Solange, I want to put both of her albums yeah. in that. What, the more recent ones, you mean? Not like Losing oh, You? Oh, yeah, not Losing era. You, the most recent ones. I think, actually, no, I'm going to put the, the most recent one. Yeah. Which is... Seat at the table. No, no it's not. Where, oh my gosh, that's so peak that I don't know the name. Bins is like my favourite. That one's really, really good. I think it's called Where, When I Get Home. When I Get yeah, Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm currently listening to Kokoroko's. Oh, oh my God, Kokoroko have amazing songs. Okay, I can't <laughs> say album, yeah. but I can see these two songs that I listen to all the time. So... Coco Roco's um, album Could We Be More their mm-hmm. song These Good Times mm-hmm. is incredible like mm-hmm. it's just um, just talking about the good times basically yeah. but it's it's like I don't know an anthem it really feels like an I don't anthem. know it you're going to have to send it to me I will mm-hmm. I think you'll really like it we'll do some music sharing yes let's do it let's do it and then also Coco Roco have a song called Abusey Junction and I listen to that all the time and okay. it just takes me back to when I first experienced independence mm-hmm. like moving to Leeds I love that um and then Erica Badu, I think Mama's <gasps> Gun. I think Mama's Gun. She is incredible. Yeah. My favourite Erica Badu song is Soldier. It's fucking. Obviously, you've got the classics like Window Seat. Oh my god, yeah. My eyes are green. green. Have you seen the Tiny Tiny, Tiny Desk? Yeah. Fucking I dressed up as for my Halloween. Oh my god, let me show you when I dressed up. It was exactly... Oh um, my gosh, yes. I dressed up as, like, her Tyrone era. Oh and gosh, yes. as um, the Tiny Desk. Let me see if I can find it. I'm trying to find... You know what, maybe I'll just... You know that... After. Do you know Sorry Miss Jackson is about her mum? Oh, yes. Oh my God, because yeah. Andre... Yeah. yeah. God, he is so fit. He is. He is an incredible man. <laughs> he is. Oh, wait, I have to change my album. Okay. Right. The internet... Oh, okay, yeah. The oh, what's it called? Oh, I like both of them. I like both, like, the most recent. We're going to go on and on, aren't we? We are. It's going to happen. You know what? We need to have a listening party. We'll... <gasps> Let's do it. Completely. <laughs> we Let's should. do it. We're going to get it. We're going to get it together. Uh, I want to know, who is your celebrity crush? Oh, I actually was thinking about this yesterday. So, go on. Um, if I could build a person... I'm oh, gonna, I love this. I'm like have a to do... Frankenstein's monster of fit people. Yeah, mm. exactly. But I don't know which parts that I like most on each person that I'm going to say. So I'm just going to okay, okay. name them. We can break it down. Okay. So I have a fat crush on Sid from the internet. Okay, she's yeah. She's stunning. And then mix it with coffee. She's yeah. beautiful. I love that I'm just like, these references are all very young. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, if you are a Whitney Houston stan, you'll know who her best friend is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, Robin. Okay. Then we're going to put in Steve Lacey. Oh, We're going to mix that God. in the pot. He is. And his songs are the best songs to have sex to. Oh, Some of the best oh, songs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that. By the way, in the Patreon, I'm going to be asking you what the worst song you've ever had sex to is. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I think I actually got a really good song for that. That's so So funny. if you want to go to that, go to patreon.com forward slash dating my mates. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, and then in that, I'm going to put in... Inside! Okay, carry on. Wait, what no, is... No, I knew that's... It's Steve Lacey. Lacey. Inside. Right, yes. Yes, sorry. That was really No, no, cool. no, it's fine. It's fine. Anywho. God, if anyone listening to this doesn't care about music, first, I don't really listen to the podcast. <laughs> if you don't care about music, I don't doubt. to do with you. But secondly, I do apologise, everyone. We've kind of got a bit excited. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Why sorry. am I apologising? This please, is about us, please, okay? it is. Um, Iman Shrumpet, who is this basketball player, okay. super sexy, okay. Tiana Taylor's husband. I'm so sorry. <gasps> oh, I'm right. so sorry, Miss Taylor. The best Taylor. abs in the business. Yes, yeah. exactly. I want to put him in there. I want to put Pharrell Williams as well. Okay. Now, I'm just going to have to stop you that. Oh, yeah. I was going to go on forever. No, 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 no. So, from the age of 13, 14... Pharrell was my obsession. Really? I had pictures of him all over my walls. Oh my God. And because he still wasn't like mainstream, no one else cared about him. So everyone would bring in if they did have posters from like Dazed and Confused or people would bring me their posters and I had him all, I was obsessed with Pharrell. I would sit there for hours and hours waiting for the music channels and there was this one bit at the end of Justin Timberlake's video where Pharrell pops up (laughs) Because the Neptune's coming at the end and he just does the dance. It's for like two seconds. I went to see NERD when I was 15 at the In Search of album. I bought a fucking trucker cap with it on. Oh my God. I was completely obsessed with that man. Yeah, he's great. And he looks so young for his age. He does. Because when I fancied him, he was like 34. Really? Yeah. How old is he now? 50. I swear he's in his like 50s, yeah. I really can you believe I know because he looks like he's stuck in the and he's so fucking clever and he's got synesthesia and I have synesthesia so I'm like we're bonded connected yeah Um, but also I feel like now I'm like I don't really want him anymore so you can have him thank you I'm being being lovely thank you like caring giving you can have him he's someone that I want once I'm in my best like I know that I'm in my best self right now but there's a better self that I'm excited do you know what I felt the same I was like I know that he wants like a, a doctor or a lawyer or a really intelligent and I was mm. like I know that I'm not that woman for you aged 14 that's my <laughs> process so even then I knew like we weren't gonna be I don't even think it's that he would want someone like that but I think he would oh, want he someone that is ambitious he's said it in an interview so really? it's true yeah. and I think his wife might be a lawyer she's very tall as well because he's teeny oh. skateboard oh. P he's teeny well that's a shame because I thought he's someone that just wants someone that's very ambitious and the go get I mean I don't life. know let's google we can cut this out if we need to <laughs> Um, what does Pharrell Williams look for in a... So, Pharrell... Pharrell wifey... Helen Lush... Mm. Oh, she's a fashion designer. Okay. See, I just thought he would want someone that's very ambitious and, like, does what Pharrell... They say they want to do. Age? 49. Is he? Yep. Sorry, that's <laughs> going to be in people's ears. <laughs> what a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you want an amalgamation of all those people. Yeah, they're all basically creatives and go-getters and okay. beautiful chocolate. Would you say you're an indecisive person, Abigail? Yeah. 
yes, yes, yes. Is that actually a question on there? I'm very indecisive. Oh, it's fine. It's you, not okay. If you, know it, if, you, if you know it and you acknowledge it and it's like, I think, I think fucking let's give people a break. Like if something is what it is about you, just make light of it. I think it's fine when it doesn't involve other people. I feel yeah, like when it does, yeah. then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to make a decision now so that this doesn't affect the person and I can live yeah, through. Yeah, let's consider it. Um, what red flag should I look out for with you? <gasps> oh my gosh, not me airing my dirty laundry. Mm. Desperate, judgmental. Oh my God, stop. Swears all the time. <laughs> Basically, that is me in a nutshell. Um, I would say I hold grudges. So I will... For- no, that's not forgiveness. That's not forgiveness. I will forget. I will pretend to forget. <laughs> I'll pretend to forget and forgive. No. So it will be that I will accept what you did. And if I decide to stay with you, I will like not bring it back up. But I'm viewing you from that lens from now on. And I'm yeah. trying my best not to. So you won't see me react to things the same way. Like, if, I don't know, God forbid, like, someone cheats on me. By the way, I'll never get back with you if you cheat on me. But mm-hmm. let's say I decided to, mm-hmm. and I decided to move on from that. I'm going to forever view everything that you do from the lens of you cheating on me. But I won't be, like, messaging you every now and then to see where you are or whatever because... I have no... Fr- I'm, like, logical. I know that I said that I'm moving on from that, so I'm going to act on that, but... Do you... So, would you... Do you think, viewing it through that lens, you'd be, like, interpreting some of their behaviour as, like, are they cheating again? Yeah, I probably would, but then, as me trying to be a logical person, I'm like, I've made this decision that That's I want to stay. This is it, like you said. Is there yeah. any situation where you could... So, okay, I'll, I'll put a scenario to you. So, say that your partner cheated on you... And it was something that they said, um, oh my God, I've done this thing. I regret it immediately. I'm coming to you straight away. I'm so sorry. I feel like there's been loads of distance between us. The sexual side of things has dwindled. I feel like I can't get through to you. I feel like, you know, like, can we work on this? What would you say? I'd be like, you should have just said that first. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. That should have not been... Your, your, that should have been like the last resort, and like even then, like if that. If There's a big that thing at the moment, I think, of like accepting infidelity. Yeah, that and is. I, I'm not there. If you have put that in someone else, which is mine, mm. no. I have a question for you. So, would you rather be sexually cheated on or emotionally cheated on? How long is it going on for? Enough to like hurt. So both of them are at a level where it hurts you. Don't mm. mention I love you, I miss you, like I wish I was in this relationship so I can be with you and I wanna figure out a way. I mean neither's good. But which one would you rather? I think it's hard for me because I cannot comprehend cheating on someone sexually and not involving some kind of emotion Emotion. because that's how I think I'm not saying that that's how everyone else functions Mm. but for me it's not it's not actually the act of you shagging someone it's why it's the connection Mm. it's you I interpret you don't desire me anymore Mm. and there must have been a lead up to this and I think the kind of people that I get into relationships with are also people that want to build I don't know what if it was like a one night stand like you knew your partner doesn't view that sexual interaction as emotional and deep 
that was a one-time thing. They were pissed. It was a massive mistake. They're running away from something in our relationship and they shagged them. Uh, Yeah, it would be... Yeah, the emotional side would hurt more. Yeah. Yeah. We did this thing in psychology and they said that more... Like, in the very binary terms, women are more likely to be affected by emotional Mm. cheating. And a lot of the time it's like, it's the finding out and why didn't you tell me? Because Mm. that then feels like up until this point, it's just been like a level of dishonesty yeah so i think the thing that hurts most is with relationships friendships like any kind of a relationship when you think when when they say something that makes you realize that you have both been having very different experiences in this relationship than you thought Mm. so you thought you were both on a level experiencing something and then someone brings something to you and you're like what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know you felt like that. Oh my God. Like, mm. that's the hard thing. Mm. Do you not feel like you can sense it though? Like, when something's off, when something's like, like, if someone came up to you and said that I had cheated on you, do you not feel like you would have been like, already like... Depends on the situation. Hmm. Because I always feel like I'm not truly, truly ever blindsided when things happen to me. There's always something in me that I'm purposely ignoring because I don't want to accept it. But there's always something in me like, we're going to break up, we're going to break up, we're going to break up. And they break up, I'm like, ah, okay. Well, that makes sense. I knew what was going to happen. But Do you feel like that all the time, though? Are you constantly like, no, no, no? Yeah, no, it is interesting. I think it's interesting to bring up the conversation to, like, that infidelity comes from different places. Yeah. But I'm I'm a jealous person. Mm. I am someone that like does everything ferociously i gobble things i gobble food music people Mm. i enjoy really passionately i like i want you not all of you i want you to have your own life and experiences and friendships and time away but like there's certain things that we experience that is i only show this side to you Mm. so yeah i mean i don't think that's being a jealous person i just think that's just normal when it comes yeah. to I mean it's like I just feel like everyone at the moment is like ethically non-monogamal monogamal sure polygamous <laughs> or poly yeah. and I'm just like okay <laughs> that's you I cannot do that and yeah. like you know I don't know if I agree with marriage but I want someone to fucking propose to me yeah. oh, I want someone to be like you are mine mm. I want the world to know that I want you so much that I want everyone to know yeah. and like look like I want that mm. you know I have my private Pinterest board of wedding outfits oh my god have you got a wedding playlist no oh okay neither do I Look, I have songs that I know are going on. We have Luther, never too much. Of course, that's going to be playing at the wedding. We have Stevie Wonder, do I do? Of course, it's going to be playing. And then there's also going to be As played for the moment. I mean, I say no. I've got a rough idea in my head, but I also want that to be very much like me and you talk about this. And because it's music, I'm like, that's sacred. So this has to be a fair exchange and it has to be what you want and what I want. And I think, like, to me, I really just want a wedding to just be about us two. Like, I would love to go away and get married with someone. Like, literally yeah, just, yeah. even like a... And then just like literally a party in a field where there's some outhouses that you can stay in. Mm. If you want to camp, you can. Everyone brings a dish. Mm. Bring your own booze. We'll supply a little bit. Oh the tunes are going to be amazing. That's so economical. But just like, no stress. And this doesn't become this weird thing that isn't about us anymore. Mm. 
I just want it to be like, I like a party and I like celebrating you and I. Mm. And even if it's not like an official thing, like just a ceremony that's for us, we don't even have to tell them that this celebration is for them. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. It just, yeah, that old fashioned part of me is like, tell the world that I'm yours. Mm. <laughs> like, make that vow. I do even like it's just between us. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm conventional. I'm sorry. It's I'm quite sorry. Right. Um, what is your best feature? Oh. Um. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to think of what people have told. Oh. No, no, no. Well, not what people have told you. What do you think your best feature uh, is? What I think my best feature is. I think my best feature. What physically or both? Okay, my best feature, not physically, is making people feel really good about themselves mm. and comfortable yeah. enough to be as honest as they can around me. I think that's one it's of a my great favorite. trait to have. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. So I feel like that's my best feature. Mm-hmm. Um, my best feature physically, hmm. It's really... Oh, I'm just going to get deep for a sec. Go on. It's very interesting because right now I'm thinking about my eyes, but I'm also thinking about my lips, and then I'm thinking about my skin. I'm thinking about loads of different things that I've grown to love. Because yeah. these are things that I really despised for a long time, but dysmorphia is a bitch. Um, Why did you... So, was it pure body dysmorphia? I genuinely think it started from insecurity and then became I mean, a mental yeah, health issue. Yeah. Um, and like it's something that I deal with now, but I'm, I'm so I'm a lot better. It was so bad before, mm. but it's very. I think I'm gonna say my eyes. Actually, I'm just gonna stick to my eyes because they are stunning. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, I love that eye contact you gave me after you said that. Oh, well. oh thank deep. you. Wow, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I heard that I'm quite flat with my eyes, and I can't <laughs> tell when I'm doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think it's just like. People had complimented my eyes a lot, but I couldn't take it in. And it, it was it was very strange to me. Like, body dysmorphia is very strange because it's not, like... It's not sensical. No, it doesn't make sense. It's very, very irrational. So, like, mm. I could get told by a million people how beautiful I am, blah, 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 blah. blah. People move to me, but I'm still going to be crying in my room. I have it with my PMDD. So I know, oh. the moment that I know the cloud is here and it will literally be like, I, it could happen later on today, right? I, it will always be triggered by me looking in the mirror and I look in the mirror and I see a troll mm. and I am like, you are fucking disgusting. Mm. And suddenly I am seeing everything. I'm seeing myself bigger, every pore, every scar, mm. my hair, like and it's fact. Mm, yeah. What is looking back at me is fact. Yeah. It doesn't matter that I literally this morning had a bit more estrogen in me and was feeling myself and was looking in the mirror and I was like, I'm glowing, mm. I'm this, I'm that. <laughs> it's just there. And then suddenly that will then... the the I don't know if it's the realisation of, oh my God, this is where I'm at, or something. And then, it's, and then the meltdown happens. Yeah. And then the... It's just, yeah, so I feel it. And I know people very close to me who've had it Mm. or still suffer. And I think it's always like a battle. And it's that thing of it doesn't matter what people say to you. And also, if they say something slightly wrong, like, 
oh no, no. Like, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm feeling really, I don't know, say you're like, oh, I feel big today. Or, and they're like, no, 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 you're beautiful. Like, why didn't you say that? I'm not. It's just like yeah. you just interpret everything. The tone, and there's nothing it. to do with them, and it's not their fault. And I'm sure it's difficult to be around. Yeah, but there's nothing that can get you out of it. It's really, it's just you, because like, like how you said, it's fact, mm. and so in that moment that is your reality there's no one that can take you it's like you're in a trance mm. and it's like what is really weird so now what I do because like like how I said you're in a trance I take photos of myself and document what I'm feeling every single day the, I was doing that for like I don't know three months mm. every single day I'll take photos of me because I couldn't tell when it was happening mm. I just knew it would happen but I couldn't tell that, that was just my reality for the day because yeah. that was and that is not it's a temporary thing mm. So I would take photos every single day and write down exactly what I'm feeling. Mm. Um, but in that moment, like it, it's like I'm completely somebody else. I'll have, and it goes into like a cycle for me. Mm. So it would be the same photo. I take a picture of it. I'm loving it. I feel like I'm the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. And it becomes like to the point that I'm obsessive. I'm staring at it all yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, I'm now looking at that exact same photo. It's not that the picture has changed. It looks exactly the same, but I'm not perceiving it the same way. I'm no longer seeing my eyes as beautiful like I did literally 10 hours ago. Or I'm no longer seeing my lips as this or whatever. And Do you think it's to do with you studying it? Because I've had it the flip where I've said yes to a photo even when I'm feeling shit. And I've looked back and I'm like, you look great. Yeah. Like, I think it's... But it's just so instant, isn't it? It's so hard to describe. And it's like, Mm. I would say I'm someone that is conscious and has body issues. But it's some of the month. It's when my mm. mental health is being a dick to me. The rest of the time, I'm like, well, I think I'm quite an attractive person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, very confusing. I know I'm fit. Like, I'm good looking. Yeah. Like, there's bits that maybe some people wouldn't like, or maybe all of it, but I know that I'm I'm hot. Mm. But then suddenly, it's like, you are the most disgusting creature. Yeah. God's green earth. How are you even <laughs> existing? You don't believe, you're like, Oh, how I've been trusting these people that are hanging around with me. Like, yeah. what's wrong with them? And it's just that. And I've done it before where, like, I would, if I'm in that headspace, I go back and I bully myself with oh photographs my God, of when yeah. I was, like, thinner. And it's like, you were mentally unwell mm. every time you were under eating. Mm. You were probably using at the time. You were not happy. Mm. And yet, I'm like, look at that girl. Or I had it the other day, I was looking, I was showing Caitlin photos of me in, like, the early 2000s. Mm. I was like, oh my God, I'm a little bit depressed at how attractive I was at 16, 17. And Colin mm. was like, everyone was hot when they were 16, 17. Oh, not me. I'm sorry. I had a glow up. <laughs> sorry. If you, if you met me around that time, I didn't know my style. But it's my that style. thing as well. If I, I, didn't, I didn't know the, how, like, the power that I harnessed back then. And it's yeah, like, I probably so... don't know the extent to which I have it now. Yeah. Like... We are stunning. We are beautiful people. <laughs> and yeah, body dysmorphia is like in our heads. It's not our reality. And you can get out of it. You can. You just have to, like, everything work really hard at it. You do. And be patient with yourself and ask other people to support you with patience and say the things that you find. I think it's really important with anything that goes on mentally, which is, like, when you're not in that headspace, trying to communicate how you are when you are. Yeah. So, like, so that people know. Because when you're in it, you can't say what you need. But when you're out of it, you can say, right, if I get to that, things I know that are helpful are this, this, this. So Mm -hmm. can you give that to me? Do I need to look elsewhere for that? Do I need to turn to another friend? So yeah, I think it's really good. And I'm happy for you. Thank you. Um, Okay, you're on death row. Oh Oh my God, transition. You've killed someone. Oh. Who have you killed and why? 
Oh, did you, is that the end of the question? No. Oh, okay. How have you killed them? And then what are you eating on for your final meal? <laughs> mm, cute. Um, <laughs> then? <laughs> yeah, mm, delish. Um, who have I killed? I'm trying to be really careful. Can I can I choose a character that was in my dream yeah, last night? <laughs> last night. Last night. I woke up so confused. So my brain had created this lovely, sadistic human being who was a rapist and he was he would kill his victims but he like I in my dream this is awful in my dream I knew I was the next victim and like I was like oh if I because he he found joy in like raping people mm-hmm. that were like afraid of it so if he showed you enjoyed it or like anything like that he was just like turned off so that was That's my quite a classic thing actually that's disgusting. That's yeah. so disgusting. It's the but, power more than anything. Yeah, I think that's what he wanted. So, like, that was, like, my, my way to run away. Yeah. Um, so, I'd kill him. And the way that I'd kill him is, I think, I'd poison him. I think that's the best way. I was thinking of seducing, but I was like, ew, I can't even... That's such a female thing to poison. Do you think? Yeah, women, when they kill, it's often, like, from a distance. There's something in there. It's not, like, hands on the person. It's yeah. Not, it's like they will poison them or they will, yeah. I think I'd poison and then I'd watch. No, I won't watch. Yeah, yeah no, I would watch. I would watch. Because he's out here killing people. Have Disgusting. you seen Girl the Dragon Tattoo? No. Okay. If you want to watch Revenge of a Rape, watch that Oh, yeah. I think I'd it's, I mean, watch. it's... Oh, it's brutal. Um, what's your three-course meal? Three after you've polished them off? Mm. Um, I was... Sorry I had that dream, by the way. I was absolutely oh my God. I mean, I didn't, I, w- I didn't wake up that distressed. I woke up confused, because, like, this person was an amalgamation of three people that I know in real life. <laughs> oh, my... Like, to the Are team. they trying to, like, hold power over you? No. Literally, we were just chilling, watching a film last night. We're like, like, I don't know <laughs> what was the well. film. Um, oh, it was, oh no, it wasn't a film, it was The Sandman. Have you seen The Sandman? No, it does not look like my thing. It's actually really I'll be honest good. with you, eight out of the ten, top ten things I've greyed out on Netflix. It's just all that sci-fi and fancy and stuff um, for me. Oh my god. I can't connect, like, if you're not real, or you don't appear real, or your character's not fully formed. Went to see a film last night, everyone's like, oh, like, did you enjoy it? I was like... No, I wasn't in the film because the accents weren't good. I was like, the casting director needs to be fired. Oh, <laughs> because wow. like it was it was very much like a film that's been I saw what they were trying to do, but if the acting had been good, it would have been a, quite a decent film. Oh, okay. But for me I'm like, people's you can find an actor or an actress whose accent would have been on point mm. and whose fucking acting would have been better. Yeah. And it just takes me what out film and it's was this, it? it's that bullet train. So it's got Brad Pitt in it. Um Aaron, the one that's with the really older lady, lady the older lady, oh, from Sam Taylor Johnson, Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one that's in that really very age gappy relationship with her. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> no judgment, though. No judgment. Mm. I mean, yeah, judgment because if it was the other way around, people would have been freaked out by it. That's true. Um, but it's like so. It's very much trying to be Tarantino, Guy Ritchie, all mashed into one. It's very, but the, I couldn't get over the poor, poor accents and oh. bad acting. That was really bad. It wasn't worth it. 
It was fine. Okay. It was fine. It was fine. It, he did stop. the job. Brad Pitt certainly did the trick. Because mm. he's got long hair and a moustache in it. Oh, okay. Take me now. Your type. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've got an ironic tash. And or long hair. Here's your girl. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my meal. I think I'll, I, I'm a veggie, but for my last meal, I'm going to eat meat. I might as well. Good. You know? Good. Or fish. I think for a star, I'd have calamari. Fish. Yeah. Fish, fish, fish. Uh, uh, calamari. Calamari, but like the one from Wagamama's. If they can transport that Is to death really I love it. It's the one where it's like, it's crispy. Mm, that's what you want. I would want that. Um, for my main course, I'd probably ask them to get my mum to make me... Um, Luwombo, which is this Ugandan cuisine where you've got um, posho, which is like maize flour, and mm-hmm. you stir it, and delicious. Then you've got matoga, which is like this green banana that you mash up mm-hmm. um, and steam. And then you've got the banana leaves are the things yeah. that you used to steam yeah, the yeah, food yeah, yeah. in. And like in that, there'll be like uh, ground nuts, so it's like a kind of a oh satay God, sauce. Yes. And then maybe like a bit of fish or like lamb inside That's of it. That's fucking amazing. Steam that. And then plantain, avocado. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? Also, well, like when you go out, that the avocados they're like this big and oh completely God. flat because they've been allowed to like like shiny and they're so good. They're so delish and make me so happy. And I feel really full. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would make me you know I think ready for the for the night chop. or whatever. Yeah. Chop. <laughs> ready for the chop. Ready for the big chop. <laughs> Uh, and for my black girls that I know about the big chop, that's like exactly. a double entendre. Um, that's why I said it. I was it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's it. you know, you I know. know. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Um, and then my dessert. I, w- I would love to have a buffet for a dessert. Do I have to oh, choose one thing? Of course you don't. Well, be a buffet where I can choose ice cream to sweets to cakes to pastry. I love pastry. Like a pizza hook. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 All into one huge bowl and let me like eat it slowly. Mm-hmm. Be- I don't think I'll be able to finish it to be fair after the main course. Delicious. Now you're dead. What's your funeral song going to be? So I got two. So these are two songs. One is Joy by Khadija Bonet. Mm hmm. And the other one is by this amazing Ugandan artist called Samite or Samute. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce his name. So mm-hmm. sorry. Um, this one's called Waterfall. Joy is um, a song where it's, just, it's very choral, like yeah. a lot of harmonies and very slow. And then um, Waterfall by Samite or Samite um, is just like the traditional Ugandan instruments of like a guitar doing the same like notes over and over again background music like it's it's mm. very very beautiful and i love the fact that it's to do with water and mm. i'm a very nature girl so yeah, well i'm nature i don't love nature but oh, oh well, that's a shame because okay. you're part of it it's fine <laughs> abigail yes. after our date mm. would you say that our platonic love will blossom into romance Oh. Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one-night stand? Or are you simply going to ghost me after discovering way too much information? Hmm, I think it's going to blossom into romance. I think so too. I think, I think we're just really connected. Just connected. So we We're bonding and connected. connected. <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you so much. Have you had a nice time? I've had a really good time. Oh, good. Really nice. These questions are very unique. They are. Thank you. <laughs> I was not expecting these questions. I love them. them. It's, like, it's very unique. It's very interesting. It is interesting. interesting. As I said earlier, if you want to listen to the questions that I'll be posing, Abigail, in the Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash dating my mates where you will be able to get all the extra questions for all the guests and the whole back catalogue and I have given the questions a glow up I'm giving you more and you will also get in the weeks that we're not putting dating my mates out you will get special episodes just for you so go do it thanks to Digit Music for the incredible intro and outro and thanks again I'll see you all you're here from me in a week's time